Your Washington Nationals just got swept by the Miami Marlins. What went wrong? What went right? You can tell you this. It's not just the bullpen this time. It's also something much bigger than that. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. For all the everydayers out there, you know who I am. I'm Ryan Clary, host of the Locked On Nationals podcast and part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you get your team every day. On today's show, we're going to get a little bit into this Cardinals series as it's kind of the bottom of the basement series preview, you could say. Both these teams in the bottom of the National League. Who's going to come out on top? We're going to preview this series and specifically today's game as it is a Josiah Gray day. You won't want to miss that preview. And it's a Monday. You know what that means. It is a National Stock Report day. Who's been hot and who's been not? We're going to get into that just a little bit later. But first, let's talk about this first series as the Nationals did get swept by the Miami Marlins. And in our last 25 games, we have only won four games against the Miami Marlins. That same Miami Marlins team that we owned the entire 2010s over. We were up there and we would beat them every single time. And especially when they came in our territory up in the District of Columbia, we would take advantage of them. Not anymore. This Marlins team has dominated the Nationals over the last few years, really since 2020 when they first made that postseason trip since the early 2010s there. But as we get on with this series and as we continue to see this Nationals team, it was pretty, pretty, pretty evident to me as to what happened, as to why this Nationals team got swept. Obviously, the bullpen wasn't terrific although yesterday Corey Abbott in his three innings of relief pitching he looked really good in my mind I really liked what I saw from Corey Abbott but it wasn't that it wasn't the bullpen it was this Nationals offense in this Nationals offense that cannot manufacture their own runs listen we've talked about this point before I have said this before when you have Lane Thomas hitting the way that he is right now, continuing to hit for slugging, to get on base, to hit for average, do anything that you want him to do. Lane Thomas is not a part of this conversation. Because yesterday he added a two-run home run that were the only two runs the Nationals had in that third inning. The Nationals lose 4-2. to two. Patrick Corbin was on the mound. We know what to expect with him. It was a relatively quality start considering what Patrick Corbin has been. His expectations are low. But when you have this offense not been able to produce the runs that we expected, when you have this offense that only gives you four runs over the period of two days, not against the Marlins' best pitchers, really, on this staff, because we saw what they did Friday night against Sandy Alcantara, the 2022 NL Cy Young winner. We did everything, all our runs. We're against Sandy Alcantara. Fast forward to Saturday and Sunday. It just dropped off the hill. And it's as simple as this. 
This Nationals team, in the way that they cannot produce extra base hits, if you look at their slugging numbers and even deeper, their OPS and everything that has to go with getting on base and doing the simple things and having extra base hits, home runs, whatever you want to look at it as. This Nationals team and this Nationals offense specifically is not good enough. It's simply not good enough. Now you may ask, what is the fix? Because this Nationals team, they have some guys with pop. Joey Manessis is only two home runs on the year. That's not good. Joey Manessis, while he is hitting for average and while his numbers are still very good, he's still a power bat. The expectation for Joey Manessis going into this year was to have him hit home runs, get extra base hits. And while he does get on base and hits a lot of doubles, I will add, it's not what we really need. We need Joey Manessis to be that cleanup hitter, to be that old four hitter who comes in and it was a home run threat every single time. So far in this 2023 season, two home runs is not going to cut it. When you have someone like Elaine Thomas with 11 home runs leading the way for this Nationals team, it's good. It's what we want to see. But Lane Thomas is not supposed to be our power threat. He's not supposed to be that guy to carry this team and to put him on the shoulders and really be something. Now, while Lane Thomas is an extra base hit threat at any moment because of his speed, and while he is a defensive stud, while he continues to just rake and hit the ball day in and day out. That's not the expectation from him. He should not be our power guy. We needed Joey Manessis, Kiber Ruiz, Dominic Smith, Stone Garrett. These are the guys that we need to produce and produce a little bit more. Because I do believe that if this Nationals team were to get a little bit more out of Joey Manessis, a little bit more out of Dominic Smith, and a little bit more out of Stone Garrett when he is up there at the plate, that this offense would look a lot better on paper. Because on paper, the batting average is there. The hits are there. But again, it's not equivalent to runs. It is not. We've seen that all year at this point. And up to June 19th, the day of today, it hasn't been the production that we've wanted to see. Because the singles are great. Hits are great. I'm not going to complain about that. But when you only have two runs on a Saturday and a Sunday against some of the Marlins, now they're better. They have a great pitching staff. Let's put it that way. But it's nothing special. It's kind of their ham and eggers. This is not a team that you expect to do this sort of damage against a Marlins staff. But when you get all these hits, when you have these situations where you get in there, that's where it's a little bit messed up. That this Nationals team has not been able to manufacture their own runs. And it comes down to the simple fact that you are not getting on base at a rate that is applicable for a team to score as many runs as you need to win a ball game. This Nationals team hasn't done it. And it's guys like Manessis and Dominic Smith and Name that player who does have power, who just hasn't been able to come through at this point in 2023. So this Nationals team, we blame the bullpen a lot. We have. I have. But not in this situation. The bullpen was fine. Friday night, yeah, 
could have been a little bit better. Saturday, fine. Sunday, great. Corey Abbott, three innings of relief. I really liked what I saw from Corey Abbott. And just, oh, by the way, side note, Corey Abbott should be getting more innings. He should be getting more innings immediately. When you have guys like Hunter Harvey and Mason Thompson, who, oh, by the way, Mason Thompson, he's back. That's a great sign. Carl Edwards Jr., who comes in, and he's good. Nothing special. He's good. But you have to have more production from guys like a Corey Abbott. And we saw that yesterday. We've seen what he's done, and this is his first appearance up in the bigs since mid-May. And even then, he hasn't been that bad. So I would expect to see Corey Abbott to get a little more time out of this bullpen, and not just in scenarios where you need him to go three-plus innings. He should be getting consideration coming in the seventh inning. I'll be tight game. Because this guy was a second-round pick. This guy was a relatively high prospect and a highly regarded prospect in that Chicago Cubs system. But it just didn't work out there. Same goes for Hunter Harvey. He comes over here to the Nationals, and it flicks. It flicks. It hits for him. Corey Abbott could be that same guy. While he doesn't have the stuff of a Hunter Harvey, he's getting outs, and he's being productive. That is what this Nationals team needs a little bit more of as we continue to get on in the 2023 season. But this weekend was not about the Nationals bullpen like it has been over the year. It was about the Nationals offense and how they continue to not be able to to hit their own guys in and to get runs on the board and what a team like this so desperately needs. So the Nationals offense, they're going to have to step up heading into this St. Louis Cardinal series that we're going to preview after we get into a national stock report. But the Nationals do play the Cardinals today at 410 Eastern time. You can catch every pitch in the Nats hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And before we get into a national stock report, I'm going to have to tell you guys about our friends over at eBay Motors. And for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for a green check to know the part will fit or your money comes back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. And now we get back into it as it is a Monday, so you know what that means. We get into who's been hot and who's been not. This is a segment that I look forward to over the weekend, do some deep dive, and it's really the quickest and fastest way that I can give you the latest on the Washington Nationals and individual performances, and that is what this national stock report is about. So we always start off with a positive, and the positive is Lane Thomas. Stock up for Lane Thomas. He's on a six-game hitting streak right now. His slugging is up 28 points in the last week. It helps a lot when you hit a little home run, when you get these extra base hits, but it's not even the offensive side of things. He had a throw on Friday night from the warning track that I think got kind of slept on because it wasn't some 
ultimate insane crazy throw, but he threw a line to make a play that should have been an easy stand-up double for the Marlins. He made that a bang-bang play. And I think Lane Thomas and really the aggression that he shows at the plate and really in the field, and he does everything correctly. He is your pro's pro. And up to this point, Lane Thomas has been on fire this season. An 822 OPS on the year. He's batting for average. He's hitting for power. He's not really walking at the rate that we want him to. He's striking out a lot, but hey, if you're striking out a lot and you're having really good slugging numbers and you're getting guys on base and you're hitting guys home, it doesn't matter what you do. Lane Thomas has been the Nationals' bright spot of this season. He has been by far and away the best player in this Nationals team, day in and day out, excluding the rotation because Josiah Gray has been relatively very, very good as well. Stock down for someone that we need, desperately need, to take a step up that is shortstop cj abrams he's only got three hits in his last 22 at bats one being a double and guys let's be honest we're a little concerned about cj abrams a little bit just a little bit you have to be now while i'll admit i'm not screaming and yelling and being like we got to be aware of this everyone should be afraid no 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 I'm not calling him a bust. No one should be calling him a bust. He is 22 years old, heading a shortstop position for a big market team under a pretty big spotlight here in Washington, D.C. It's not easy. When you have to fill the shoes of someone like a Trey Turner, it's not going to come easy. We knew this. This is a work in progress. If you went into this season expecting to have an 850 OPS, hit 20 bombs, steal 20-plus bags, although I do expect that, and I want to see Abrams be a little more aggressive on the base path, that's not what we should have expected. Because if he was drafted by this national team, as I've said before, he would still be in AAA. If not, this would be his first crack in the majors, in my opinion. He was rushed up while missing the 2020 season in that pandemic-led year. He was rushed up for the Padres in order to fulfill a spot that Fernando Tatis voided by doing what he did last year. So C.J. Abrams, only three hits in his last 22 at-bats, stocked down, obviously. You just have to go with that when you're not producing at the plate. You have to. Now let's go back up for a stock up for bullpen arm, Mason Thompson. Mason Thompson, it's starting to click for him just a little bit more. As he got in that May, he started to struggle a little bit. And really, it carried on all the way through the month of May. But since June, he's gone seven innings pitch. He's given up no earned runs. He has six strikeouts and only one walk. That is the key here. Six or seven innings pitch and only one walk. Now, while I want to see his strikeout numbers up a little bit more, considering he's one of our back-end bullpen guys who has filthy stuff, by the way, One walk is a tremendous improvement from what he has been so far in 2023. That April start that he had was great. It was a nice little wild carpet ride that we had with Mason Thompson, but it kind of crashed down to earth in May as he was a little bit overused. But up to this point in June, seven innings pitched in 19 19 days in the month of June. Really good work usage. He comes in. He's useful, he's effective, and you're starting to see the better version of Mason Thompson that we all expected to see back in opening day. And this is what we expect to see from him going forward because he is one of those guys, in my opinion, 
who is a non-negotiable, not trading him whatsoever up to this point because I truly believe in his stuff going forward. And he's still a young guy. That's the best part about it. And he could be a closer in the big leagues someday. That's just something that he'll have to work on and continue to get opportunities. And when he gets these opportunities, he's going to have to take advantage of it because this national team, the bullpen is wide open. The closer role is up for grabs. We don't really have a set in stone closer in my opinion. So Mason Thompson, it's been a really good month, but consistency is key. Let's get to a stock down for Stone Garrett. The only reason I'm giving a stock down for Stone Garrett is when you are a power hitter and you are not hitting for power up to this point, or you're not hitting in general, you're going to get a stock down. My expectations for Stone Garrett are probably a little bit higher than it should be, if I'm being honest. But still, your job is to hit guys in. And when you're 0-9 over your last three games played, that's called for a stock down. I say that because you have to do it. You simply have to do it. I like Stone Garrett. I like his potential. I like what he provides to the table. I think he's a very good player, and I think it was a no-brainer to send down Alex Call for Stone Garrett up here in the major leagues. But you also have to produce, because that's what Alex Call did not do, and that is why he got sent down. Stone Garrett has been way more productive than Alex Call at the plate, and while it was a little bit more limited opportunities, Stone Garrett needs to have that power back. And yes, he has had some very hard hit balls and he's gotten robbed a few times here. Stone Garrett needs to drive runs in. He needs to kind of put this power on the his back and carry this national team. Because if you can get that power production out of someone like a Stone Garrett, that's a huge step forward for this national team and what they do at the outfield. You got Victor Robles back healthy. He had a hit in yesterday's game. He's looking pretty good out there. He looks healthy, looking a lot better than what he was back in early on in May. But you have to see the step up from someone like a Stone Garrett, which I do expect to see as we continue to see the season as he gets more at-bats under his belt. Last stock up for Jamer Candelario. He has a little bone bruise in his thumb from Saturday's game, but that did not stop him from having a huge, huge week. He had four doubles. He had a home run in his last 22 at-bats. He has three walks, and he had a 636 slug. Jamer Candelario right now is putting his way and putting his name in the prime trade ca- uh, categories right now. Jamer Candelario has been a very good surprise for this national team. I was not high on the signing when we did sign him to a multi, not a multi-year deal, but a multi-million dollar deal rather. And he's been good. Very solid third base. He plays it. He makes all the plays that you need to make. He's not wowing anybody, but still his production at the plate has been a very nice surprise after a down year in 2022. So Jamer Candelario, he's kind of put this team on the back as well, hitting for power. But again, when it's only Jamer and it's only Lane Thomas, You have to see the other guys like Stone Garrett, like uh, Kibet Ruiz, step up and take the reins for this role and get some Nationals power back. Because I do believe that the Nationals will be shipping off J-Mare Candelario at this deadline. You're going to see Carter Keboom up in the big leagues. You're going to see a lot of Ildemara Vargas as well, who's already on this roster. But we're going to have to supplement the role that Candelario has played up to this point in 2023. 
And it's not an easy one. It's not an easy decision to make because he's been one of our most productive hitters outside of Lane Thomas. And as we've seen the summer continue to go on, he just gets better and better, it feels like. So that was your national stock report for a who's up, who's down, who's hot, or who's not national stock report. It's the best and fastest way to get your nationals knowledge up to date right here, right now. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. The Nationals do play the St. Louis Cardinals today at 4.10 Eastern time. You can catch that game in every pitch in the Nats hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And next, we're going to preview this St. Louis Cardinals series in the Washington Nationals. You got Josiah Gray versus Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty, oh man. Oh, the times that we have had. 2019, NLCS, you got rocked around. We're going to preview that series and much more right after this. And now it's time for the St. Louis Cardinals Washington National Series preview as Josiah Gray takes the mound again today against Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty has not had a good season up to this point. He is fresh off a pouncing on his last start. Josiah Gray, the Nationals' best pitcher so far of 2023, alongside Mackenzie Gore, who will be going on tomorrow's pitch. Uh, he'll be on tomorrow's game for Game Two of this series. But this is the bottom of the basement series. These two teams are right now, record-wise, the two worst teams in the National League. You look at this talent on the St. Louis Cardinals roster. You see a Paul Goldschmidt. You see a Nolan Arenado. You see a Jordan Walker. Nolan Gorman. They got guys. And not only do they got guys, they got guys who can flat out hit. Nolan Gorman and Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker just got recalled up to the major leagues a few weeks ago, and he has taken fire. He has found his power up in the major leagues after finding it down in AAA Memphis, and he's back. He's ready. This guy is going to scare you once you see him at Nationals Park. He's going to put a ball out at some point this series. Is it against Josiah Gray? I don't think so. But tomorrow night against Mackenzie Gore, a lefty-righty matchup for someone like Walker who takes advantage of left-handed pitching, that's where you could see this. Because you have another left-handed bat that you have to worry about in today's game with Josiah Gray, and that's Nolan Gorman. This guy is a flat-out power hitter. Nothing to be said about that. He is a power hitter. 15 home runs on the season so far for Gorman, one of the league leaders. He has been a relatively very good surprise for this Cardinals team. He still had a lot of production that he missed out on in 2022 in his first campaign up in the major leagues. But in his second year, he has taken a major step forward. Now, with that step forward, there are guys like a Nolan Arenado who have kind of taken a little bit of a step back considered what the former MVP once was. Arenado is still a threat. Don't get me wrong on this. And I am still, while the record isn't there, I'm still relatively afraid of this Cardinals pitching, not pitching staff, but the offense. Their pitching staff is a different story. This is why this Cardinals team has disappointed on all levels. It's because of the lack of pitching that they have. You have someone like E. Flaherty who was an ace back in 2019. Not anymore. He has lost his feel for it. He has not been good. And tomorrow you have Jordan Montgomery, who is good. He's good. 
He's got around a 3.86 ERA. It's nothing terrible. And you have Miles Michael is taking the mound on Wednesday, who again, you have really high expectations for. He just simply hasn't cut it so far in the year of 2023. That is where this Cardinals staff hasn't been good. So we talk about this national struggling offense. This team could get it back together going up against the NL Central Cardinals. Because you don't want to be in last place after this series. And let alone, you do not want to get swept by this Cardinals team. But if you get swept by this Cardinals team, you are by yourself in the bottom of the basement in the National League. And this Nationals team is not that bad in my opinion. But also on the other hand, this Cardinals team, just because the record says that they're one of the worst teams and we're only a game back behind them at right at this point, June 19th, don't take it for granted. Do not take it for granted. I can tell you that because this offense is still as good as it once was. Maybe it's not the power and all these different things that have come with the Cardinals offense over the last few years, but it's the pitching staff. So maybe someone's going to have to win. The Cardinals pitching has been atrocious and the Nationals offense as of recent has not been good. Someone, Someone's got to give. I don't know who it'll be, but something has got to give. If I'm willing to bet, I think it's going to be the Cardinals pitching staff to get right. They have just way too much talent on both ends of the field. And that part just scares me a little too much. It's going to be a really tough series regardless. It's going to have not a playoff feel like. These are two teams in the bottom of the National League. But still, this Cardinals team is a little bit better than what you may think. So, of course, you can catch that game in every game on Sirius XM. And the Nats play the Cardinals today at 410 Eastern time with Josiah Gray on the bump. I love Josiah Gray. It's a gray day. We love a good gray day. Catch every pitch of the Nats hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Nice little Monday show. Let's go Nats. Day game on a Monday. Let's get into it.